All right, Shabbos say good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing the Mishnah Yomi. Today we are coming towards the end of Meseches Brachas. And we are up to today, Parak Tes, Mishnayis Gimel and Dalit. Chapter 9, Mishnayis 3 and 4. So Mishnah, so Mishnah, Mishnah Gimel says as follows. Bona Chadash. If a person built a new home, or a person purchased new utensils, Omer Baruch Shechianu. Person says the Baruch of Shechianu, Shechianu, Vikimanu, Vihigianu, Lazman Hazeh. But now, interestingly enough, this okay. There's a whole discussion in terms of Chadashim because the Mishnah says something new. Does something new literally mean something new? Something new for me? Okay, like I said, our, our goal is not to necessarily learn the halacha, but really familiarize ourselves with the concepts. Mevarich al This is a very profound statement in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, you you go ahead and you make a bracha on that which is adverse even if it has positive implications, as something that is good, even if it has negative implications. Now, what does that mean? For example, so the Bartanura says, says, for example, let's say a person's field gets flooded, totally flooded. So my entire crop is wiped out. So right now that is an adverse impact. But the good part is that for next year's crop, the soil will be so well saturated that in Mirat Sashem, it'll, it'll, it'll produce a good crop. So that's what's called in halacha, ra'a me'in hatova. Something negative that occurred, but the long term implications could actually be positive. So, which bracha should you make on such a situation like this? We learned in, we learned in yesterday's Mishnah that when something negative happens, I say, Baruch Dayan HaMS. When something positive happens, I say, Shech Yaruar HaTova HaMetiv. Right? So, what should I say? So, the Mishnah says something amazing. You make the bracha of Dayan HaMS. Because essentially what we do is we make the bracha which reflects the current reality. Right now something adverse occurred. It's true, later on it's going to be good. Later on it's going to be good. But Lamaisa right now, it had a negative impact. So the bracha is Dayana Emes. Similarly, let's say the, the next example is a person finds a person finds a lost object. And let's say the type of object, not your own lost object, you find a $100 bill on the street. What's the bracha if you find a $100 bill on the street? What's the bracha? You can keep it. You can keep it. Money is one of those things that you could get out. If you find it in the shul, you know, or you find it like in a place where there is a defined population, that might be something else. But, but Lamaisa, you're on the street. You're on, you're on Rice Strong Road and you find a $100 bill. You're permitted to go ahead and keep it. So the bartender says, now that's tov, that's good. The bartender then says, but sometimes it used to be at least that if the government heard that you found something and you didn't report it or didn't give it to the government, you could be subjected to significant fines. So the idea is, this is a perfect example. Right now it's good, but it could have long-term negative implications. So what bracha do you make in that situation? So again, the Mishnah says you make the bracha of hatov hamitiv. We will say the very profound lesson that Chazal are teaching us that you have to live in the moment, that you have to experience things for what they are right now and can't always live in the future. So something negative happened, right? Something negative happened. Ultimately, again, a person makes the bracha of Diana MS, even though there's something positive later on. Something positive happened, there might be something negative later on. Live in the moment, hatov So the Mishnah goes on, if a person goes ahead and person davens about something that has already occurred, this is a prayer in vain. Very profound Mishnah. You can't daven over things that are already decided. 
For example, Ketzad, if a person's wife was pregnant, I'm davening that my wife should have a boy. Now, in the first 40 days of pregnancy, you're allowed to daven for this because gender has not yet been decided, right? By Akadosh Baruch Hu. But ultimately, again, after 40 days, after 40 days, Right, it's determined. Whatever it is, it is. So to daven that it should be something different than it already is, is a tefillah's shav. Similarly, let's say a person is entering into the city and he hears cries emanating from a particular home. And he davens, I hope these cries are not coming from my home. That is a prayer in vain. Because we're both saying, whatever it is, it is. And we're both saying, this is an incredible, incredible yusod. Because what Gimara is saying is, could the Baruch Hu change anything? Could he change anything? Of course. But the world runs in a certain way. And so we'll see, what you begin to see is a very powerful theme in this Mishnah, which is the ability to live in the present and accept present realities, right? So if it's good right now, I might be bad later on, se'atovah Bad right now, maybe good later on, Diana MS. Live in the present moment and accept present reality. Sometimes things are what they are. And to dive in to try to change them is an exercise in futility. An incredible use of Mishnah Dalit. Mishnah Dalit. Rabbi of course, you know, as understood from the Mishnah, there are many things in life that have not yet been decided, that have not yet been decided. And of course, those are the things for which we go ahead and daven. So Pasek Mishnah Dalet, Mishnah Dalet, If when a person enters into the city, he should daven two tefilos, achas b'chnisasa, one when he enters, v'achas b'yitziasa, and one when he leaves. Ben Azayim, Ben Azayim says, Arba, no a person should daven four tefilos, shtayim b'chnisasa, ushtayim b'yitziasa, two tefilos when he enters, two tefilos when he leaves, and he gives thanks for that which has occurred, and ultimately again Davin supplicates for that which will occur. So we'll say, so what are these tefillos? Take a quick look at the Bartanura. So the Bartanura says, So Bartanura is commenting on on Ben Azai's position, because Ben Azai says, you say two tefillos when you enter a city, two tefillos when you leave. What are these tefillos? It's actually quite beautiful. So, Bartanur says, So, as a person's entering, before a person enters the city, he should have, and Hashem, bring me into this city in peace. Nichnas, when he actually enters the city, Omer, Thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to enter in peace. So there's a proactive prayer, allow me to enter in peace, and then, and then after I've entered, thank you for allowing me to enter in peace. Do I, I'm sorry? This, this could be down, down, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, that is true. There's other tefillos you have to say over there. So, bikesh lotzeis, right? But a person's leaving the city, a person's leaving the city, omer shetotzi'ini mikrach shalom. same idea. As I'm about to leave, I say, Hashem, allow me to leave in peace. And once I've left, thank you, Hashem, for allowing me to have left in peace. And what's the idea? So now, the Bartanura understands that the last phrase of the Mishnah is linked to the previous one. Why do I have to dive in? So we'll say, it's very interesting. So before I enter the city, 
Thank you, Hashem. Please, Hashem, allow me to enter. Once I enter, thank you for having allowed me to enter. I'm about to leave. Allow me to leave. When, I, when I've left, thank you for allowing me to have left. What's the pshat? So the Bartender says, the last line of the, of the Mishnah explains, no sin hoda'a l'sha'avar, because you should thank Hashem for what has happened, and ultimately, again, request HaKadosh Baruch Hu's assistance for what is going to occur. And I will say, again, a very profound and overwhelming message as well, which is, a person needs siyata dishmaya. A person needs divine assistance every step of the way. We sometimes think that we've got it under control. And again, we have to put in our hishtadlis, our effort to get it under control. But at the end of the day, I can't enter the city without HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. I can't get out of the city without HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. Even once I'm in the city, I can't navigate the city without HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I need the Ribbono Shal Olam every step of the way. And these tefillos, these four tefillos of Ben Azai, two tefillos entering, two tefillos exiting, help to highlight my dependence and reliance on the Ribbono Shal Olam. So we'll stop over here for today. And Merit Hashem, actually tomorrow, we finish up uh, the Seches Brachas. So we'll say for once we finish Brachas, we're going to go back to our regular schedule, Merit Hashem, of Tzidka Satzadik, in the mornings before we'll still still gonna record the Mishnayomi posted in the WhatsApp group. But Amir Tashem will go back to learn the beautiful words of the Rebbe. Shikayak everyone.